It's the clearest of nights when the stars shine underneath the glow of the moon. That you realize that feeling inside of you exists. That there's more to life than the way you have been living it. If only a flicker of light that reminds you of the truth that burns inside of you. We all exist and come from the same seven stars that make up the me, the we, and, and the, the us. us. We are the road to remind you of this and hold your hand as you walk home. It's a new beginning in so many ways. I don't know if our new artwork and description of this podcast has uploaded with this episode. We're working on it, but if it hasn't, or if it has, it doesn't matter either way. This is now the seven stars, that of which we have always been and always will be. And we just had to go through a lot to get to here. <laughs> Things are constantly evolving around here. I don't know if you realize, but we're kind of always growing oh, and learning. We're always growing. And last night, I think it was, or the night before, I got nudged. Um, it was around December 21st was my first entry. And it was asked of me to write down all the things that have happened in the year. Mm -hmm. So I have this note in my phone, you guys, and it has every ounce of work that I have done, every ounce of we work that was done, mm -hmm. big things that happened in sessions, big things throughout the year. And when I was rereading it, kind of like some points of it, and I was sending it to Alexia the other night, I was like, holy shit, from these eyes... Wow, this, this is what this meant. This is what this means. Mm -hmm. And you really, really see, and I'm really excited to, you know, at some point share this with the community. I'm thinking holiday wrap up. <laughs> yeah, you it's know. a holiday wrap up <laughs> yeah. for sure. Maybe in a couple of weeks. I don't <laughs> <know>. <laughs> Stay tuned. <laughs> I'm really excited to kind of, you know, break it down and share or, or somehow condense it into an episode of the podcast so people can really understand the level of work that it's taken through the ghost timeline to then end the duplicate timeline mm -hmm. and then get to the truth. Mm -hmm. Because honestly, it is a goddamn Marvel movie when I look at the connections of all this. Mm -hmm. Like, what was your take on it when you really looked at it? I feel like the biggest thing is we don't see themes until we're on the other side of them. Yeah. Right? So it's like, when we could look back, we're like, oh my gosh, this is why this happened. This is why that happened. Mm -hmm. And not that we ever questioned why did it, no. but you can see it in such a different lens where it's mm -hmm. like, okay, this that we thought was really left field out there actually was the gateway for everything to click together mm -hmm. and make sense. Like well, the I feel puzzle. Like, exactly. The puzzle and everything. Yeah. Like you're seeing the picture now. Exactly. Yes, Whereas exactly. before you were only seeing the pieces of the mm -hmm. puzzle and now it's like you can look back and be like, holy shit, that played a part into the bridge or the river. Like Yeah, like the, the imagery they're kind of showing me is, you know, if you have all the pieces of a puzzle laying out on the table, it's like, say, you know, two weeks in January was this piece and mm -hmm. then two weeks in May was this piece. Mm -hmm. And now all of a sudden I'm like, holy shit. Like just the power of everyone just literally surrendering, mm -hmm. saying yes mm -hmm. and not denying what they felt inside of them all fucking year. And mm -hmm. also understanding why we had to play out the roles that we did. Yes. And that's a big thing too. Especially for WeWork. And let's kind of talk about WeWork here mm -hmm. before we break into this. 
we work. So if you imagine it, somebody had asked me in session the other day, and I think you were with me, Alexi, and they mm-hmm. said, why did I have to do this we work? Mm-hmm. And, or what, yeah, wasn't that the question? They, they asked um, how they were intertwined with the we Okay, work. yes. Yeah. And so how I had explained it is my old skyscraper analogy. And so if you imagine the we work was on floor like 50, and then your me work was on floor 20, mm-hmm. in order for your 20 to move up to 50, you had to do the 50 first. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Does that kind of make sense, Skylar? Do you, can you maybe yeah, you bridge can, it you for can, everybody? You kind of have to work backwards a little yes. bit mm-hmm. in order to move up. You're kind of like digging a hole in reverse. Yeah, you're mm-hmm. merging the floors together from top to kind of bottom, but you in need a bigger somewhere, picture yeah, in the middle, mm-hmm. which is really interesting. Yeah, and we work means that that is the work that you would do for everybody so that this world could move forward so that this timeline of now this consciousness of now this this the fact that you're even listening to this podcast mm-hmm. exists because we did we work okay mm-hmm. then it would branch down to your own specific me work so there's a lot of choice points that went on throughout Um, this specific year especially with people who had to really accept that maybe perhaps they were only here for the we work and now they have to have that choice point to stay for the me work Mm -hmm. you know and that is hitting a lot of people hard because the people who were in we work really um want to stay in that we work they want to stay in that illusion of what the ghost timeline provided them Mm -hmm. and they don't want to take the responsibility of the me so if you're one of those people really sit with yourself and notice that you know there's hands and everybody's walked this Mm -hmm. and it's not this big jar yeah. Well, let's be honest. If you're one of those people, you're like, no, I'm not one of those people. Yeah. I'm completely the other thing. That's where we need to just like take a step back and just like realize that maybe that's me. Yeah. yeah. And be honest with yourself. Yeah. Because we've talked, we've joked about this so many times, maybe around the house where it's like, uh, I think I was like message the girls. I'm like, I'm sorry if I'm a pain in the ass 10% of the time. And even my head when I'm writing, I'm like, well, maybe I should probably like, increase that a little bit more because I'm probably a pain in the ass a lot more than 10% of the time but I'm like no maybe 10% is probably good and then of course what happens Becca's like yeah it's probably more like 20 30% of the time but that's where you kind of have to just like be honest and like really be like aware of where you are well and I want to it's not so much where you're going it's where you are right now yeah and I want to interrupt that because your example that you're sharing about your, you know, 30% or 10% or whatever the case may be, when Skylar is an absolute pain in the ass as he wants to label it to deal with and challenging, it's because that's a level of we work that he's mm-hmm. doing through his me work to, sh- to bring on something for yes. the solar system. Mm-hmm. And Skylar has massively this, this week brought on a lot of information for trauma and AI and what it means to be a victim of trauma and density and he had to kind of play that out and still does that we work and let me tell you as the lights that live around him we've had to have that compassion to watch Mm. him do that even when perhaps it's not the most enjoyable and that Mm. reminder to pull ourselves back and up because it's really easy specifically to get angry and frustrated if we get into we or me it's easy to get into it instead of becoming the witnesser of it yeah and it's never just back it's back 
and up. It's two movements. Because yes. if you're just moving back, mm-hmm. you're just witnessing you're it. You're still in it. You're still, well, you're still witnessing it, but mm-hmm. you're not witnessing yourself witnessing it, mm-hmm. which is why it's going to be back and up because you have to go up to that higher elevation. Well, back mm-hmm. is still at the floor it's happening on. Yeah. Up removes you yeah. from that so that, that way you can, you can take that you can perspective. Actually see it. Yeah. But I feel like the big thing with um, the we work is we get so, it's easy, and, and this is where people can fall off or be here only for the we work, is to get caught up in an identity or a picture of what mm-hmm. you thought this is or what you had to play which was or, you exactly mm-hmm. or the information that came forward for you at that time because things are always moving and flowing and shifting and I know me myself I had to really work through that and letting mm-hmm. go of the identity and the information and all the things well, and, that and I think it's I think I love that segue because you really um and it's interesting because I don't document I don't have my account that documents all this open to the world but the people that can see that account it is absolutely mind blowing. And you brought it up to me the other day. I had seven different quote unquote characters in the last year. And you broke down the documentation from that account the other day. And when you showed that to me, I'm like, that's crazy because not one did I get attached to, not one did I care. And I just did exactly what I was asked of me. And if you have seen me in density, you know that my color of my hair is changing like really rapidly in the Mm -hmm. last year, seven, eight, we're going on to the ninth time Mm -hmm. this month. Mm -hmm. Um, And that was all to embody basically a character to get us here. Mm -hmm. And I feel that I'm a really good example, unknown to me again, that I did that, but there was zero attachment. Mm -hmm. Well, there was fluidity. And yeah, and we even talked about it the other evening when I did a whole bunch of work and realized that my Coco character, I guess we could call Mm -hmm. it, you know, is done. Mm -hmm. And that's what I had to do for the last three years. And all Mm -hmm. along, the light of me was always Liz. Mm -hmm. Coco was my density name that was wrong. Mm -hmm. And Becca was like, wow, I always wondered whatever happened to the Liz that I met in the early days of my work. Mm -hmm. But look at, in that moment, I was like, I was never even attached to it. Mm -hmm. I didn't even fucking Mm -hmm. care. You know, I named my other account that, Mm -hmm. but with no real idea why I was even doing that. Mm -hmm. I was just Mm -hmm. like, cool, whatever. Mm -hmm. And I feel that majority of everybody's feeling that truth and ease now where it's like cool you know there's going to be a new batch of higher self letters there's going to be a new thing and quite frankly there's probably going to be nothing external name whatever that's for you now to figure out Mm -hmm. all of that was part of our we work I feel Mm -hmm. and you know again I'm very fluid in the information that could change but in this moment of now I feel all of that was part of the we work to identify who you who you were mm-hmm. in in duplicate or ghost line and either you keep those names or those identities it's not bad it's not good mm-hmm. if you resonate with it take it take it absolutely mm-hmm. it's a beautiful part of who you are but we're really really pivoting mm-hmm. well and i feel like the big thing that stands out with you is you allow yourself to be in each moment yeah. like so 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 presently Versus I f- where the challenge comes in is people fight it and want to be in XYZ yeah. versus mm-hmm. ABC. Yes. So you really allowed yourself to experience when you were in A mm-hmm. and then you moved on to B when you felt it. Yeah. There, there was no push. There was no pull. It was always just... Or desire to exactly. be well, and, the, and we had a conversation, all of us, at lunch today. And I kind of want to bring that to the forefront because we were talking about our bodies. Mm-hmm. And, and Beck is not really included in this conversation because it wasn't really part of her journey. But she was, she was in on the conversation. And I said, Skylar, me and Alexia, all of our bodies have changed in the last year. Mm -hmm. And we all three of us had some sort of um, program regarding the way that our body 
looked right Mm -hmm. and so we really had to relax into that and I remember fighting it Mm -hmm. when it first started I was like so shook that my body was changing and so grasping onto that but now with the information that we have what was that that was the program Mm chokehold and once we really relaxed in it like I know me and Skylar said the other day it's like we feel a million fucking times better internally Mm -hmm. than we ever did when we were spinning or controlling or whatever the words were Mm -hmm. our external body Mm -hmm. so it's like well, and there's such a restriction when you try to control your body. Yes. So you're not allowing yourself to have the pop. You're not allowing mm-hmm. yourself to have the candy. There's a constant fight inside we'll of you. just live in and general. you're not feeling. No. That's no. like the biggest no. thing. It's the control and the planning mm-hmm. and all well, the things. Well, you went through that with Huge. like trying to force yourself to eat the vegetables, the box mm-hmm. and all that. And your body was repelled by it mm-hmm. because that wasn't the pro, that was a program that you needed to get out of. Mm-hmm. So yeah, the biggest thing to move into this energy that we're in right now is fucking surrender mm-hmm. literally surrender and I posted this quote today on my Instagram and I'm going to read it and we're going to kind of break it down for everybody and then we're going to talk about the energy of December but December's energy is a whole and we're going to really break this down so you can understand it look at what the universe has put in front of you then decide what do you want to do with that because your choice has already been made but you have to honestly accept it But have you honestly accepted it or have you been denying the choice or pushing away or is it still haunting you? And I really, really want to break that down so people can understand. Mm -hmm. So let's go. And that's that energy right now. This is that awareness of your choice month of your whole entire year. Mm -hmm. And when you actually look back to New Year's Eve of 2019, when we get to January 1st, that all locks in, Mm -hmm. meaning what? choices what experiences what things have you learned what have you become a master in Mm -hmm. what have you let go of Mm -hmm. what have you you know gone around the merry-go-round a few fucking times with Mm -hmm. what have you really made choices to change your life because come january 1st there's like this lock-in energy that's almost going to feel like you you kind of click in it kind of looks to me right now like it's like that tetris Mm -hmm, that puzzle piece that Mm -hmm. like locks you in and we felt it in the ghost timeline Mm -hmm. when seven lost his breath and we thought we killed him in a session because he couldn't breathe unknown to us he Mm -hmm. was showing us that locked in energy Mm -hmm. so when we talk about this choice of um your choices let's break that down and give a whole bunch of examples So I have some imagery coming to me right now, and I'm just going to share an example from what I have observed on my end being, you know, with emails and everything, and then just noticing what, how people are communicating. Okay. So there's, there's two things here. The first thing is imagine you have a car, your car's a, let's say a piece of shit. It's not running correctly. You know that you have to take it to the mechanic, but all you keep doing is calling the mechanic and freaking out and asking, why is my car not fucking working? You told me this last week, but my car still isn't working. But then the mechanic is like, okay, well, I told you, you need to bring your car into the shop, (laughs) but they continually choose not to bring their car into the shop, but they berate the mechanic. Yes. And are haunted by the choice. Exactly. Mm -hmm. But then on the other side of it, there's another person in their vehicle who knows how to listen to the clunking in their car. And if it keeps clunking, they take it to the mechanic and they do what they need to do to keep themselves accountable Mm -hmm. with their vehicle so they can keep on, you know, driving down the road and Mm -hmm. the maintenance of it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And there's never a braidment of this mechanic. They just know that this is what they need to do to sustain the vehicle. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah. Skylar? 
I don't have anything. <laughs> he has nothing. I, yeah, I don't really talk to people that much. <laughs> so. I, I feel... <laughs> okay. okay. Uh, but, I said that much. Yes. I didn't say I didn't talk to people. Well, what we talked about, mm-hmm. to interrupt you, is um, we talked about the jacket, that you your winter jacket. Mm-hmm. So maybe let's use that as an example because it goes mm-hmm. in all these different scenarios. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Okay. So Alexia, like three or four weeks ago, found this winter jacket that she's now wearing. And I was out with her today and I laughed so hard because in her white and beige days, nobody noticed her. Today, it's like everybody was wanting to pet her today because of her jacket. Can I pet you? Can I touch your jacket? And it was just really amazing to witness because she had to really, really, really let go of what we're talking about in the summer and make these choices. And we were talking about your choices. I guess I'm going on a whole loop back to that, but you had to make a choice to go on your own into an Airbnb at the end of September. And that is an exact example of this quote Mm -hmm. where it's like, imagine if you wouldn't have back then, that would be a choice that was haunting you. Yeah. Well, I would have popped down and killed myself. That would have, (laughs) no, literally that would have been the reality of that choice. Mm -hmm. But, um, circling back to the jacket, Jacket, it's so interesting because if I wouldn't have bought that jacket, the future and the potentiality that I'm experiencing now wouldn't exist. And the choice was already made for her. So take that in and spiral time today when two people wanted to pet her okay that already existed four weeks ago Mm -hmm. but she had to take the action of that choice to bring Mm -hmm. it into density okay did she have the money to pay for the jacket no but she found a way she did after pay so she's making payments Mm -hmm. to pay that off okay Mm -hmm. now imagine if alexia would still have that in her cart still talking about that jacket or bought something else that would be haunting her. Mm-hmm. That mm-hmm. is the example that we're saying. So it's like, what is in front of you guys right now? What is in front of us? And what choices are you going to make? For mm-hmm. example, we live in an Airbnb right now. Like in no world d- does it feel right for me. We've talked about this so much mm-hmm. to get a six month or whatever rental. Mm-hmm. So it's like, that's the choice options right now. There's something going on. The choice has already been made. And what is the choice? We're going home. Mm-hmm. We're moving overseas. Mm-hmm. So as soon as we make that choice to be like, well, it would be cheaper. It would be easier to stay in a six-month rental. Mm-hmm. Right away, we alter the choice that we know inside of us has mm-hmm. already happened. And we've mm-hmm. accepted that. Mm-hmm. So take that in. All Four of us sitting here right now have accepted that we are moving overseas. Mm -hmm. We have taken the action to do that. Mm -hmm. And it is very uncomfortable at times to to not know the how of that, but we've made the choice. Does that Mm -hmm. make sense? That's what's happening in December. It's a really, really deep knowing. Exactly. You can't go against it. Mm -hmm. And I feel like what we also forget is not choosing is also a choice. Yes. Right? And so with this energy, we're either making the choices or we're not making the choices or we're sitting in the middle and we're ruminating that, oh my God, should I make the choice? Should I make the choice? And that in itself is a choice mm-hmm. that then creates a momentum here or no outcome or mm-hmm. however that unfolds. Well, it's but- feeding the storm. Exactly. And I want to like gateway into the storm energy with this quote, Skylar. Um, I was just going to say the really interesting thing about us moving overseas, moving over to Greece and our whole entire I don't know, what are we on, seven or eight months journey to get mm-hmm. there? Like what it has brought up yeah. like, in, in me. That makes me want to cry. And in, and in others, what it has yeah. really tested. Yeah. In changed, my, our, changed our life. In, really. in, our, in our own belief, in yeah. our own spirituality, mm-hmm. in that trusting. 
And how... And that relaxing. In that relaxing yeah. into it. And how us not going over... How us initially first going overseas <laughs> scared the shit out of people. Yeah. And then almost how, like, once they kind of got, okay, yeah, we we'll can be, be... okay. We'll be okay with them going overseas. Mm-hmm. How that almost can kind of shift into, like... Well, they haven't left overseas yet. Is this stuff really real? Mm-hmm. Do I really have to believe this? Because they just keep talking all the shit and nothing's happening. But so it really, is. And that's what I love about this work is how multifaceted it is. Because our, our choice, this we choice that we have made affects us so much. And it's helped us grow so much as, as light beings mm-hmm. and as conscious beings. But it also has affected our whole entire community. Mm-hmm in some way or form that we haven't even probably heard about because people just sit there in the background with it, but how it like that doubt has risen up in them probably countless times where they've like, well, is it really real? Because like nothing's really happening over there and they're just living, you know, on a willy nilly kind of like seat of their pants sort of thing. How even that disbelief affects your own journey down the road. Yeah. And, and that, solving things. That created a clear out energy, mm-hmm. which is so profound yes. and why that happened. Mm-hmm. It because clear out, yeah. right? Because mm-hmm. you see how the journey Was of the this had to had to unfold exactly the way it needed to because it caused that clearing that had to happen. Mm-hmm. So the filter could be, you know, really We can really through. see why people were there's two sides to our world now. We're moving into light clinic and I'm not going to talk about, that's not what I'm talking about right at the second. I'm talking about purpose people. And it really cleared out the people who just didn't want the purpose. They wanted the glam of the purpose. Mm-hmm. And I said this to, I think Nate the other day in session and I, or I think we talked after session and I said, you know what? Like we're going to meet millions of people in our lifetime and majority are just light clinic. Mm-hmm. That's what we're here for. They're going to come to us. We're going to help them with their disease. And then they're going to go back to their lives off the program whatever it is and be that that conscious being that helps mm-hmm. change the world yeah. in their own pillar in their own life being the best lawyer the best you know clerk whatever it mm-hmm. is but aware of a program okay mm-hmm. and however it unfolds in our life and then we're going to find the people that find us that are going to work alongside of us and i said but that currently takes a lot of dedication, a lot of surrender, a lot of trust, and you have to be ruthless to be that initial quote unquote city, that initial core, that initial foundation of what this truly is. Because it's very easy from the outside looking in to be so drawn into us or repelled into us if you're not fucking feeling Mm -hmm. and if you really just want the glam of it Mm -hmm. and you know i put our new website up i put our words i put our 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 truth of of greece and everything that we're doing and i say it to all the core all the time i say watch when all those beautiful photos start showing and the feeling of what this truly is, everybody and their dog is going to want to experience it because the state of the world, the contrast to that of which we are, is going to be so polar and so potent. Either you're going to be repelled or you're going to be so drawn. But like Skylar just shared, we had to have this journey with all of us sitting here to break down our initial programs and our fears and all of our stuff. And then it blows let out to everyone else who could have doubt but then look inside themselves why the fuck does it matter Mm -hmm. and I really want to talk about that because we had a fucking unreal session the other day where I literally walked somebody how would we label that Alexia through the program out of the program you literally 
remove the the program the program from, from, from the being yes from yeah. the being and the words that really stood out that Alexia brought up because I was in I don't really remember and it said um, home is a place within you mm-hmm. I am just the road that you walked on to get there mm-hmm. and I really want to build on what Skylar just said those words feel them they make me emotional mm-hmm. because by us standing in our light and our truth and going through our layers and really having this journey to get home in density mm-hmm. in these last months you then too got to walk on the road back home into which which is you mm-hmm. so I just thought that that was really really beautiful and you know you've got to get real with yourself and last podcast brought some people back to us and I'm glad that that really hit you guys because you deserve to live this life mm-hmm. and you deserve to be the parents the the friends the lovers whatever the label is that's not fucking feeling like shit absolute mm-hmm. shit in the inside mm-hmm. which is this storm so the storm has already started and we're gonna break down a whole bunch of stuff about this storm and i think i touched on it last episode but i'm going to touch on it even more because since we last recorded it's been attacking is the word that i could say mm-hmm. um that we've been really noticing so the storm is an internal carnage, they're saying. So I don't know the definition. Does anybody know what carnage means? I'll get Alexia to look that up while I'm talking so that we can, we can build upon that. So it's an internal carnage is what they're saying. So while you're in this internal carnage, mm-hmm. there is an art of... Okay, you got it. Carnage is the killing of a large number of people. Okay. So, <laughs> while, while you're in this internal killing of a large amount of people, just relax. No, it's, it's AIs. Oh, so, it's AIs. Yeah, yeah. it's AIs. So the program, the program inherently is doing that. That mm-hmm. that sounded very like scary and yes, heavy yes. from the definition. No, but, no. I but just when, needed the definition. Yeah, yeah, but but realistically, that is the program. What does kill you? It gets you to that point. It creates mm-hmm. that storm and that stir, and mm-hmm. it's. That's why it's so life-changing to see what we can debunk through this work right now. Mm -hmm. Because, yeah. So while we're debunking the program, um, like I said last time, every time I say that word, you're either going to shut this fucking podcast off and be really angry and you can't handle it or you're going to make it through. So if that's that moment for you, breathe and make it through. It's okay. Mm -hmm. It's just the program that really fucking hates me Mm -hmm. right now. Okay? Mm -hmm. So one of the things that we've noticed is external technology is going to be... And already is a monster, is how I would label it. And and I don't think anyone is shocked to hear that. Yes, Mm -hmm. all the shit you do on your phone is yeah somehow plays a part part in manipulating Mm -hmm. you into Mm -hmm. how you live your life. And I played something for the girls the other day, and the quote we heard was Um, technology. We don't use technology. Technology uses us. And so you have to understand that we only see 2% of reality. Mm -hmm. So the 98% that we're seeing is about to fucking get real in 2023. So I'm going to give a few kind of of techniques and things that we've been working through in our world um, to really help this. And I want you guys to notice this in your life. So the first thing that Becca and Skylar are kind of going to help me with is when I was downloading the energy report, which we will also get to, all of a sudden I was in and I was giving names Mm -hmm. of artists. Mm-hmm. of singers mm-hmm. and all this and I had um one two and three I had three different buckets and I was giving these artists and we didn't really know what we were doing and we were putting mm-hmm. them in buckets mm-hmm. 
I think we need to backtrack a little bit. Okay. I feel like we just jumped the whole section here. Okay. A lot of this came up because we're talking about technology. One of the things that helps keeps us into programming and what this is around was music. Yes. The music that we listen to really affects our mood, which I, yes. I think is well known. It's scientifically mm -hmm. fucking documented for, for Pete's sake. So it's not a, a big mystery. Yes. So Spotify wrap up happened this year. What was like your, your music thing? Yeah. Mm -hmm. What were you listening to when you were going through shit? Mm -hmm. <laughs> here's, here's an example. My Spotify wrap up told me that I listened to one song 451 times in the last year. What was that? It doesn't matter what the song is. But, here, but, here, but here's the thing for you. It was that, Baby Shark, obviously. Yeah, it was Baby Shark. That song, I listened to it more the year before that. Mm -hmm. So that song was part of my programming that mm -hmm. I would listen to mm -hmm. on repeat all the mm -hmm. time when I was going through all of my like stuff, mm -hmm. all, all of my stuff. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And now that I've kind of like have come through the other side of it, guess what? I don't even hear that fucking song. Up until I deleted all of my playlists, mm -hmm. that song was in there and I missed it mm -hmm. however many times because it no longer applies and I'm no longer that character. Mm -hmm. So that's what we're talking about is how the song mm -hmm. influences Great. you and how this stuff can alter you. So it's like, mm -hmm. oh, I'm in a bad mood. I'm going to listen to this. And then mm -hmm. when you start listening to that, oh, I'm not and I'm in a good mood and you keep listening to that same song, it's trying to keep you in that character and in that program. Yes. Mm -hmm. Thank you for the segue. Mm -hmm. Excellent. Yes. So I want to share an example mm -hmm. is, okay, so notice how you feel when you listen to the certain music, but notice what you categorize yourself in as you listen to the music. And I'm mm -hmm. going to use myself as the example here. Okay. And Alexi and I had this conversation is from like 14 up until, I don't know, probably 26. They're saying I was obsessed with Nicki Minaj. Okay. And the story and the experience that I had with that obsession was you know, nobody else around me loved Nicki Minaj as much as I did. So I lived in the story that, well, nobody likes what I fucking like. I'm the only one that likes Nicki Minaj, da, 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 da. And that fed into my program of nobody likes mm -hmm. me, you know, I'm not similar to fucking anybody, so on and so forth. Mm -hmm. Okay. So it's noticing that. And then also, exactly like Skylar said, when you feel some type of way, what is your first choice? And that plays into the one, the two, and the three. Mm -hmm. And it was really, really great to witness mm -hmm. Coco as she was pulling this information because as we were in, say, bucket number one, mm -hmm. there was all of these profound artists coming through and I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> Nipsey Hustle, how the fuck do you know that? Like, I, I, know, idea. I know that Coco's profound that there's no ever fucking doubt <laughs> but I was just like, that's fucked. <laughs> okay? So I didn't even know. Afterwards, artists. I was like, who the hell is Nipsey Hustle? And then she's, I had a Wikipedia just, yeah. But yeah. So group one was like very profound. I was like, yeah. oh my God, okay, that hits. Group two, then all of a sudden it was interesting. It was like, okay. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Tainted by mainstream. Yes, but then, yes, yes. And then you had asked, you said, can you guys give me some names that you've heard on TikTok mm -hmm. or Instagram. So we did. And then that really, really bumped us into category three, yes. which was like program. heavy, heavy, heavy program, mm -hmm. heavy social media and all of that. So number one is 
what keeps you clear? Yes. What keeps you out of program? Mm-hmm. What keeps you feeling good? There's a lot of fluidity in category yes. one, I feel. Yes. There's no rigidness. Mm-hmm. Um, and then number two, it starts to kind of get a little bit weird. Your toes are kind of in program Yeah, water. like you might feel a little bit... Um, foggy listening to that music and three you're completely fucking checked out like a robot getting programmed plays and so the we had talked about this in session with somebody and i'm going to give this imagery and if it helps you great and you see three vases okay and you list you name an artist or you do your playlist and you really have to close your eyes and if you're doing scale work make sure you're in the middle Mm -hmm. And you listen and you put them in the category of one, two, or three. Mm-hmm. I feel everybody kind of knows already what their two and threes are. Mm-hmm. And one of the great conversations that Becca and Skylar and I had is what could be in a one for me might not be a one for Skylar. Mm-hmm. You know, so for example, when I was a little girl, my dad, unknown to me, it all, everything just starts clicking, played Dr. Hook for us. Okay, It was a big thing in my family. We would sing it all the time. Time, what was that doing? He was getting us out of program. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, when I look at it, it's in a number three bucket for me because it's attached to that human life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But at that current time, it was excellent. Baby Shark, like Skylar mm-hmm. said, is for sure in a three for him now because he's no longer needs it in the character that he was to get him out of program in one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's it's that own individual work. Mm-hmm. I mean, I definitely have playlists and things that we're gonna work on here in the next few weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, with Becca, I'm gonna work on it to create some playlists. But the mm-hmm. number one active current deprogramming playlist that we have is our 1920s mm-hmm. playlist. Mm-hmm. That is current and that is active. I am also going to go through um, one that I listen to regularly because I have probably about five current songs right now that I used in session to deprogram Mm -hmm. and those will really help and that's Mm -hmm. all you really need Mm -hmm. if you're really struggling and you need Mm -hmm. to get out of program and I also want to note if you ever came to Nights with Coco and you were one of those 1300 people take this in unknown to me this info came in in the last week why is it that I had two songs that I played when everybody read their letters and every fucking person in that room would bawl and I'd be like, okay, cool. Like they're, they're feeling the letter. No, it was the fucking combination of the coding in the words and the coding in the music and me portaling that pulled everyone out of program. Mm-hmm. But majority of people, as soon as they left that fucking driveway, they either went back into program. Some maybe took a week or two weeks or a month or they still continue to follow me, but they're completely wiped from the experience mm-hmm. now. Mm-hmm. Music, when it's in number one, is coded over and over and over again. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. that's a big thing. Mm-hmm. Going on to the TikTok segue now. Mm-hmm. Well, just wait before okay. we go on. To, before we go on to TikTok, I want to finish something with yeah. Spotify. So what I went on my Spotify, I deleted every single playlist that I had. Mm-hmm. Unlike, I think, every single artist that I followed. Yeah. Recently? Just like the other day. Okay, great. So I'm trying to find more number one music. Great. But here's the thing. As I'm looking for it, Spotify doesn't recognize that I have changed. So it still presents to me Uh all of that old music, all of those old songs. To keep you in your program. Mm -hmm. To try and keep you in the programming. Mm -hmm. And I have the choice. I can listen to that. Mm -hmm. And sometimes I have listened to it. Mm -hmm. But as... As I'm trying to move forward, I'm trying to find more of those one songs and to actually, I have, I have to flip Spotify. Mm-hmm. Spotify mm-hmm. is not going to flip 
for me, that's the yeah. quote. The technology I, uses you. Yeah. I have to yeah. flip Spotify yeah. wow. into the light. Yes. So that's yeah. one thing that I have done. It's got to be a conscious choice mm-hmm. of hey. I'm listening to more different. I'm searching for songs and now that are different that bring me into the light. And can versus, I ask can I, you how you're choosing your number ones? How do you know? Um, I wind up listening to lots and lots of stuff. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I know right it just away. Hits you in your body. Sometimes I know right away because I can mm-hmm. just like Feel it. just kind of like a yeah. Mm-hmm. A thing. How would then, you guys know well, that it's your number what one? What I would say is a number one makes you feel alive. Number mm-hmm. three makes you feel dead. Yes. Mm-hmm. And also the other thing that's coming to me is notice why you listen to something. Mm-hmm. Is it because it's mm-hmm. popular? Yes. Mm-hmm. Is it because it feels a certain way? I've noticed that all of my number ones and the ones that impact, nobody even fucking knows. Mm-hmm. You know, Alexia, for example... Her big one was Drake, okay, Mm -hmm. and hip-hop. And even on our Peloton, in my Peloton room in my old house, she would just stick. And uh, granted, she was in full WeWork, full AI. But looking (laughs) back, she would never branch from Mm hip-hop. And I felt nothing for what she did. I never Mm -hmm. went to mainstream. I went to, like, EDM rides, and I pulled all these different, like, random fucking Mm -hmm. shit. But why did I have such great... Um, experiences and great downloads and all that stuff because I didn't go from program what she did. You did feeling. Mm-hmm. I did feeling. I didn't do feeling. I stayed exactly. in the box in which I had experienced once exactly. and then I didn't leave it. And it was really interesting too because even with Drake, I noticed, I know how I feel when I listen to him. I feel tired. Mm-hmm. And that's my biggest thing. I'm like, mm-hmm. you know, like slump, mm-hmm. really low energy, all the things, but I would sell and tell that I loved him yeah. and all the things. So my mm-hmm. program was pissed when I found mm-hmm. out that he was my number three mm-hmm. and I couldn't even deny it because yeah. that was the truth of how I felt listening mm-hmm. to him. And now you're on Morgan, Morgan Wallen. Yeah, and I'm loving Morgan Wallen. He's mm-hmm. a one for me, and not even just as something that's polar oh, opposite yeah. mm-hmm. to what I would normally mm-hmm. listen to. And even that, like, you know, that one singing these people, beautiful choir they're yes, called. Yes. I'm really loving, like, um, like humming and more, like, vocal songs that I feel them singing mm-hmm. in it. But, mm-hmm. yeah, the difference for me is that alive feeling, that energized. Mm-hmm. And we had this conversation where I listened to a song in the morning one day, and I felt great. And then I tried listening to it at the end of my day and it wiped me. Mm-hmm. So it's that fluid. Mm-hmm. And we're constantly revisiting and reevaluating things because it's pivoting as we do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I really mm-hmm. want to talk about that is in this new energy that we're moving into and that we are now in this new energy, things change within a freaking day. Mm-hmm. And that's the fluidity of the light. And we can kind of talk about that today because, you know, we're in an Airbnb and Skylar's like, let's get some Christmas decorations. Let's, you know, get in the Christmas spirit. Like we love it. We love Christmas and all that it invokes. Cause mm-hmm. if you look at what Christmas truly is, aside from the fucking program and the game and all that, it really invokes a feeling in mm-hmm. you, you know? Mm-hmm. And how you choose to spend it so literally we went and spent what 100 bucks on christmas decorations today and we're all shook Mm -hmm. at the airbnb we're like oh my goodness this tree this it just feels so Mm -hmm. freaking good because the fluidity of doing it you know than tent. Than tent, where Skylar's like, you know, maybe somebody could label it as a waste of money. And I'm like, we don't live that way here. Mm-hmm. Nothing is a waste of money because it creates a feeling and an experience inside of you. Mm-hmm. But if all of a sudden tomorrow morning we're like, oh, we don't like that tinsel, then you move it, you get mm-hmm. rid of it, you mm-hmm. donate it. And I know me, all of us sitting here, we've been editing our closets just mm-hmm. regularly. Mm-hmm. It's constantly like Skylar's like, that can be moved to storage. We don't really like that. You know, that's donation. You just went to donation 
situation Mm -hmm. that is the total opposite of how you live in the old where it's like you hoard you have that old energy you live in that program where you look at the clothes you hate you have the story of well i just bought this so let me keep it just in case exactly yeah Mm -hmm. but but everything is starting to change in the Mm -hmm. new Mm -hmm. you know and you really need to surrender and accept that Mm -hmm. that is part of that choice quote Mm -hmm. have you accepted that Mm -hmm. truly that you know alexia might not wear that winter jacket that she just bought that's absolutely stunning next winter because she's already lifetimes away Mm -hmm. from who she is right now Mm -hmm. heck she might not even like it in january Mm -hmm. it doesn't fucking matter anymore because the experience Mm -hmm. ended Mm -hmm. yes you know and i feel like we don't let ourselves um obviously live that way when we're in the program it's what we have is what we are yes and we don't and we don't Mm -hmm. move beyond that and it's so interesting because it's hard to let go yes it is hard to Mm -hmm. let go and we identify so heavily with each item so for example it's like you know the devastation you feel when you're wounded oh but i love these pink pants like Mm -hmm. what do you mean i have to let them go Mm -hmm. well you're not the pink pants anymore you're actually the silver ones yes Mm -hmm. but there's no allowance of that evolution inside of ourselves it keeps us in that same spot And I feel we really saw that today. Like, for example, we were out at Michael's and we were standing there and I looked back at everyone and Becca Mm -hmm. was there in a beautiful, like, like mini skirt that she was wearing. Mm -hmm. Alexia was in her winter jacket. Skylar was in his outfit with his suspenders. And I just had my new i don't know what i was wearing your, Ca- oh your camel eagle t-shirt eagle, your camel yes, ego, ripped jeans. yes okay ripped jeans and i looked and i was like wow like we are truly the light everywhere we go because mm-hmm. everyone around us and we said it right in line we said look at everybody they're so dimmed everybody's gray mm-hmm. everybody's fucking like depressed nobody's mm-hmm. going out and wearing you know the skirt that becca wore today then we go to london drugs and skylar was home and that just really showed us the truth of it all. And this lady asked, that was one of the ladies that asked to pet Alexia. <laughs> and then she saw all of us standing there and she's like, wow, all of you guys, you just look amazing. Mm-hmm. And it's not about the external, it's about the embodiment. Mm-hmm. And when we got into the car, I said, that's what I'm talking about, you guys. Mm-hmm. In a world that everything is gray and everybody is dim and everybody's mm-hmm. hiding. And Becca's like, I would have never in a million years pre to doing this work, wore this mini skirt out because this is something that you wear to go out for dinner you wear it for an occasion i said yeah and isn't that fucked mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. well we hold ourselves back but that's the program yeah you can only do x y and z when you're doing fucking x y and z yeah but here it's like yeah you want to wear a, a mini skirt on a sunday while you're walking to get coffee cool mm-hmm. or to london drugs look for exactly. tinsel there's becca <laughs> well but you know yeah exactly mm-hmm. we don't stop ourselves because that's just it's such a disservice to who we are and to this state of being if we dimmed ourselves yes there's no condition to our light no and i feel like it's so interesting when we reflect on all of our lives prior to this how much we conditioned our light yeah. like why are we only letting ourselves wear things for certain occasions yes. where we can have that one moment that one flicker in our light and then we withdraw it and back to regular you know gray and whatever well and i feel like you guys talked to somebody about this in session with doing like glam makeup mm-hmm. It's like, why are we not doing those things every single day? Because we're not leaving the house. Okay, cool. Don't care. Mm -hmm. Or, you know, if you're only going to get groceries, who gives a shit? Well, and I feel like Skylar's really been embodying that the last few months on his like dog walking in the morning. I've been documenting it on my account being Mm -hmm. like, look at his style. Mm -hmm. He has these beautiful pea coats. He literally walk with Batman in the morning. So I'm like, it's seven o'clock and he's on the streets, guys. Like, Mm -hmm. it's, yeah. 
Like because you're because you're embodying who you are. Yeah, Batman, literally. No, literally. I'm like, there he is <laughs> yeah. in his black trench. If only the girls are letting me have a Batman suit to walk around town. <laughs> hey, if, if I could find one, I probably would. There's no letting well, around here. Well, maybe we can just get you the bedding again. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Man, I forgot about that. So I wanted. I, I feel that everybody understands that, and that is a big, 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 big thing. Well, what forward. I would just like to add on to that in this journey, what I have noticed is. If the days you're not going to like do the glam makeup or for me, like really comb my hair, I have to consciously make that choice and be aware of why I'm making that choice. It's like, okay, I'm not doing my hair today because, okay, what I'm going to do is I'm going to go walk the dog. It's cold outside and then I'm going swimming. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I'm not going to comb my hair that Mm -hmm. day. But then there's some days where it's like, hey, oh, it's the second day in a row. Why am I I not combing my hair? Mm -hmm. Yeah comb your hair mm-hmm. do something with it put effort into yourself switch exactly switch it up be mm-hmm. aware of why you're doing it are you just slothing around are you just giving yourself a pity party are you feeling tired and if you're feeling some of those things start putting that effort back into you mm-hmm. i realize it's very like 3d it's very external but it but does not it, but with the intent, intent. But, yeah. with, but with the intent it's not mm-hmm. You have to embody it. Mm -hmm. And embodying it is like literally... It's work. It's work. It's literally like stepping into it. Mm -hmm. And it's work when there's a program. When everyone sitting at this table, for example, has a program around getting ready in the morning of some sort, shape, whatever, Mm -hmm. right? And that's the work in itself. Mm -hmm. It it truly is. Yeah. Um, I was going to say, you brought such a great reminder to me. And I feel like it falls into all of this of why do we do what we do? You know, mm-hmm. and it's so easy to forget that or to not bring that question back into your day, back with the hair or whatever, yeah. you know, we were just talking about. It's so easy to just get unconscious about things or fall into that pattern that we don't even realize is a pattern until we ask ourselves that question. And we're like, yeah. Mm-hmm. And if, if I was to start talking about how to manage the storm, which is this whole conversation, mm-hmm. is that number one overarching question. Mm-hmm. Why do I do what I do with everything? Mm-hmm. You know, and scholars, scholars always why? questioning mm-hmm. Why? you know why, why? Mm-hmm. because that helps you look at the nooks the crannies the holes and everything mm-hmm. and then the second thing that i really love that has really been a, a deeper reflection is what about that is causing that to be within me and you know that that's a big one we had that conversation and session with someone where they were talking about my other account and what it you know what it brought up or whatever and then alexia asked that person that mm. they're like if you are feeling that way towards what about that yeah. post is invoking a feeling in you what is it showing yes. in you because it's so easy to throw it one way and forget the ball bounces back yes right and mm-hmm. so it's like we can look at that and say oh it pings me and whatever but why exactly mm-hmm. that question well, why and, and here's mm-hmm. the thing we don't need someone else to ask us why we're doing it. Yes. We have to be conscious enough to ask ourselves why. Mm -hmm. Why am I doing this? Why am I feeling this way? Why am I listening to the same fucking song 451 fucking times? Why? (laughs) And maybe we don't have an answer, but we have to learn how to dig deeper for those answers. Especially when the question keeps coming up 450 Mm -hmm. fucking times Mm -hmm. before that. Why, why am I doing this? Why am I listening to this again? Why am I feeling this way? And this whole why gateway really flips you in your work from it being an external into an, it, it just become you become the work. Mm-hmm. And that's the big flip for so many people too, is they're no longer like, 
leaving, looking at this as an external thing to, oh, well, when I, when I have the moment, I'll why every moment of every day, you just become the work Mm -hmm. and that's where the ease comes. That's where you're, you're not, you're not the storm because Mm -hmm. you become the work and you take the accountability of it. And it's just so easy Mm -hmm. once you flip. Mm -hmm. And so with the storm, the music, obviously the thing is the big thing that we've noticed to help you. But another really tricky one that's been really freaking interesting is TikTok. And so I actually absolutely love TikTok for makeup, for food. Um, inspiration. Yeah, inspiration for things like, you know, all the things. And me and Alexia were having a whole conversation in the last 10 days because me and her kept getting what we would call teddied up. So if you imagine a teddy bear costume, the teddy bear costume would go over us and we'd be like, like it was just like, we're so fatigued. Mm -hmm. We're so tired. It is this like weird fucking fatigue. It's a fog upon fog. And then you're just so checked out and you can't figure out why you're so checked out. Yes. And last night I had it and I went on, I haven't been on TikTok in four days. And yesterday I went on it um, to test the waters to see if I could see the contrast. And I freaking couldn't even like, see straight at supper and then I went in the tub and I was literally in the costume of a snake and so I had to do the work to pull me out of the snake and all this stuff and I was like oh my god like this shit's fucking real (laughs) like it's I'm blowing my own mind and I live this life and I'm like holy fuck so just now before we ate supper and did this podcast, I said to Lexi, I really want to go on TikTok and show you this, how this girl's doing the hair. And I said, let me close my eyes and get us some um, imagery tools to help us. So you have the hair salon where you put the the heat, uh, the heat dryer over your head. It's the dome. Yes, it's the mm-hmm. dome. And then we got to put um, like safety goggles on. And then we opened up TikTok and, and here we are mm-hmm. and we're fresh as can be. Mm-hmm. So what I'm noticing is really really take note of tiktok of instagram netflix tv um any browsers anything you're on because it mm-hmm. is going to be the monster of 2023 even reading reading yeah, yeah we've noticed that people reading you know those colleen hoover books that everybody went wild <laughs> over i noticed Checks that you. that checked people out it, it you gotta look at all these like mainstream things that are imagine there's like a chip in all of the things whether it be a book or whether it be your freaking technology and it fucking implants into you literally it literally looks like a usb and if yes. you imagine every single medium that you're part or intaking how you take their trash can and yes. it gets dumped into the usb and then poured into you yes and then what happens is you just get so clogged and your body's full of garbage and you're like i wonder why i'm so tired and was on my phone for three hours and didn't realize yeah. well this is why yes because when you get mm-hmm. checked out like that you're controllable you're mm-hmm. programmable mm-hmm. and we are so advanced in what is happening and ahead of the time but in our work we're able to see this ai consumption that is taking over the world Mm -hmm. and you cannot forget you guys that we come from the future back so we're here Mm -hmm. now for a reason Mm -hmm. so really go back to Skylar's why and if I mentor you bring it up to me and I'll get techniques to help you Mm -hmm. but this shit is fucking real and I've been experiencing it and I'm like what the fuck the last thing I want to talk about and it's very important this morning me and Alexi again had a huge talk on it about what we're experiencing in nighttime 
And I was like, okay, okay, I think fucking shit's getting wonky, wonky there now too, because that is when our quote unquote body's asleep and our consciousness can like be siphoned is the word that they're telling me. Okay, so last night I did this imagery and I'm going to give it to everybody because it's current. And when I laid in bed, I put myself in a barbed wire box with a lid and locked it. And I noticed a difference. Okay, so if you find that you're having these like fuck dreams and you almost feel like you're in a video game in your dreams, um, you kind of are. So again, if I mentor you, get some techniques from me, but this is an overarching download that came this morning. Try that imagery if you need, because otherwise they just keep repeating the word siphoned. And it's not something to be scary about. It's the acceptance of what is. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so you're going to have to live with this. You're mm-hmm. going to have to know the techniques. And then eventually it just goes away mm-hmm. when you move from a different floor from it. Mm-hmm. But right now we're kind of like how they're showing it to me. It's like snakes and ladders. Mm-hmm. We've all kind of landed on this floor and it's, we're now experiencing it ahead of mm-hmm. the time before the collective does. Mm-hmm. And we're going to go up higher, but we're in it right now. Yeah. We're in it. We're yeah. in the start of this storm. Mm-hmm. So you have to really... Be conscious mm-hmm. of, of your whys with it. Mm-hmm. So any anybody else to add with this? It's, it's a big thing. It's mm-hmm. really, really wiping. A, it, it's been a bane of my existence for a few weeks. No, I don't think I have anything. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, no, no, no. Yeah. I mean, I, me, I, I mean, I personally, yeah, sure thing. I would just say... Um, the snakes and ladder analogy is really good, but if you look at it, if we're animals in the wild, a predator has found us and we just have to sit yes. in our little tall hideout grass. in our, well, not necessarily tall grass, a tall tree, a tall tree, and we just have to wait exactly. for the predator to tire out and just leave. With- that's kind of what I think you're trying to imply is yeah, like right 100%. now. They're Be just conscious kind of... of the of the awareness of this predator is here. Mm-hmm. Don't fall into being that programmable fucking it's, sheep. It's navigating current energy. Yeah. And that's yeah. just that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like that's it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I just want to end this all with just talking about the December energy report. Are we doing a Saskatchewan goodbye here? What yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we, we literally we literally are, but I have There's to always I just want just 20 minutes later, I just want to end it I know, it because all the, all <laughs> okay, the downloads and all the stuff come and I can't help it. So here we are. So the energy report, I feel like absolutely nobody gets. And I feel like we kind of have to, um, you know, cliff notes it. So there's the Galaxy Trifecta Light and Music Show put on the greatest talent act of the entire galaxy. Okay. There's no tickets here, just a deep knowing. There's a kaleidoscope of energy um, and that was the gist of it. It's an okay? experience. It's an experience. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then there is the science center. Okay. And that's an octagon energy and it looks like a science center. And when you're in the science center, you have no idea really that you're here. You don't want to accept mm-hmm. that you're here, but you're tired. You're feeling wiped mm-hmm. and that checked out feeling constantly. Your memory is hardly there. The fog, um, you're on autopilot, you have massive narrations and you have 
fear. The music doesn't play here. Sounds do. Technology through all our favorite things, what we just talked about, the phone, the apps, the computer. Without awareness, it plays and it doesn't reset. It controls and depletes and you feel completely wonky and what the fuck is going on. And so it begins. The clouds start moving in. As you watch everything around you, you feel like it's clothing in. It's a storm is brewing or perhaps you can feel that it's always here. So this whole month is about this. This whole month is about you really, really noticing what side of the hourglass you're on. And they had broken it down and they said, see the hourglass, it's stopped and it's sand is even in the middle. By the 19th, it's centered and you will be hit with the awareness until then to choose where you couldn't or didn't last month or even this entire year. So notice when January 1st hits, time's up. You'll feel like a switch so extreme, you lock in completely differently and you will feel it. Either you're the storm or you're the light that floats in the waves and keeps them at bay. So what side of the hourglass are you choosing through the awareness of how you feel in your stomach and not your head? And the last thing that it said is, remember, the stomach is your brain. It's the truth. The head is bamboozled by the lies to keep you the same. And I feel that this entire podcast gave you the definition of what this energy report is. Mm -hmm. So really take it in. You know if you're under the galaxy trifecta and you know if you're goddamn under the science center. It's not a good or it's not a bad thing. But again, as I have repeated for three fucking years, when is enough going to be enough? When are you going to actually trust yourself, believe in yourself, and not be so fucking repelled by the light? Well, I remember having this conversation on a sunny beach somewhere. (laughs) And it was like, Oh, I'm human. I'm human. I'm choosing human. I, you know, I'm not part of the community anymore. I'm like, that's your choice. Exactly. The community is not rejecting you. Mm-mm. The community is not pushing you away. Exactly. You are making those choices. Mm-hmm. We want you here. Mm-hmm. That's key. Mm-hmm. That's we that have th- heard that story. All I think that's year. super important to remember. Mm-hmm. If you tell yourself that you are human. Mm-hmm. You are in the science center. Yes. Then you are putting yourself there. You again are making the choice to be in the science center and you are making the choice to be human. But the ingenious, no but no, but the ingenious <laughs> part of this is you can choose mm-hmm. to be in the galaxy light trifecta. and to be in the galaxy trifecta. Yeah. The choice is yours. yours yeah. No one here is going to force you to make that choice. Or tell you how to get there. Or tell you how to get there. Mm-hmm. We just want you to get there. And that's the truth to end this on is every single person that has ever, and I mean ever left our world mm-hmm. is because they chose it. Mm-hmm. Coco has put people on a pause and the people who really took those fucking pauses They have come back and said, that was the best fucking gift that I was ever given. The people who are victim, the people who want to create a story. And there was really big Wii players who fucking created whole stories about what this place is Mm -hmm. and fucking all of that. But let me tell you, those two people chose. Mm -hmm. 